there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favorite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. On Alan Air today, we have another VIP passenger, one of the best stand-ups of our generation, the flawless, hilarious Catherine Ryan. She's got a brand new show backstage with Catherine Ryan out on Prime Video now. It's a rare glimpse behind the curtain of her live comedy show, Mrs., which will be back September through to November, so get your tickets Oh my God, guess who we've got on board? It's Catherine Ryan. Welcome on board, Alan Air. Hello, finally your own airline. <laughs> I know, it's about time, isn't it? Yes, you're the Kim K. Did you see she has her own plane? I'm not surprised. What do you feel about the Marilyn Monroe dress, though? She's ruined it. All the gays are in uproar. The gays, and I would never, ever say this, they need to chill out. Because guess where that dress was being kept? In fucking Florida. In, like, a Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's not like in some high-end fashion museum. No one even cared about this dress for the last 40 years. Kim's trotted it out. There's people dying, Alan. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care that she ruined this dress. I felt like it was a treat to see it on her hot body. <laughs> so you're on the plane. What are you like as a traveler? Obviously, you turn left. You've never turned right before. You're there. Do you have a glass of champagne? Will you put your seat back, even though it is only a short journey? Or are you quite considerate? Will you remain upright? Well, you know that in first class that you can put your seat fully back into a bed and you're still considerate because there's no one behind you. These are pods. <laughs> but I turned right for ages and I heard a story that Sunita, this is could just be a rumor, that she turns left and has the nanny and the kids turn right. And <sighs> her kids and the nanny travel coach and she travels alone. I'm the opposite. I only turn left so that my kids can be quiet and comfortable. And if I'm traveling alone, I do fly economy, Alan. No way. 
Yes, because I can save money that way and I don't mind. Like I can sleep against the window. Well, not to LA, let's be honest. Anywhere further than, yeah, like seven hours or less, I will travel economy. Yeah, okay. I like to um, pass a volivant through the curtain down to the people in economy when I'm in first. It's just a nice little way of just, you know, reaching out to them, I think, and being a bit sweet. This is a message to all our upper-class passengers. We will now be starting our nighttime service. Why not have a cup of Horlicks and choose a pillow from our pillow menu? If you're in economy, get back in your box! And you're going on tour, Mrs. And you're also... Yes. So, and is it ending up at the Palladium, three nights? Yes, I'm on tour. You know what it's like hustling the road for the better part of a year and a half. I'm very lucky to do that because, of course, I didn't tour at all in the pandemic. No. I've done the Palladium now. Uh, I did a tour in Ireland. I think I'm back. I'm, I'm a little break for the summer, and then I'm back in September finishing somewhere in the north in uh, at, like, Christmas time. Oh, wonderful. I mean, what are you like yeah. when you're touring? Do you end up putting on weight? Do you get depressed halfway through? How do you keep it fresh? Because, you know, there's only so many Costa coffees and service stations you can pull over. That's true. I mean, my mental health uh, is rock solid. I've never been depressed in my life. And I feel like all that is to come. And I'm looking <laughs> forward to, like, my elderly breakdown years. I feel like that's going to be entertaining for everyone. I stay really well on tour. I mean, I, I will say, I know you that you bring the dogs sometimes. Traveling with dependents is extraordinarily humbling and you don't have that much time to think of yourself and I'm being handed a screaming infant as soon as I get off stage and I'm getting up in the morning at 6 a.m. Uh, regardless of where I've been and I travel back a lot rather than staying in hotels so I mean no I um, it's not a life of debauchery for me. What were you like when you went on holiday? Because I've been reading the audacity we're listening to your dulcet tones on audible. Thanks. And you know what, like you see, you mention in your act, and also you mention about Sarnia, your hometown. Is it really as bad as that? I mean, I did have a quick look on Wikipedia, and you're right, it did have a very polluted lake at one point, didn't it? Well, yes, and officially, that lake beneath the chemical plants of Chemical Valley and Sarnia is very, very safe, and the entire town is brainwashed, and even my dad, he's worked for the plants my entire life. He's like, don't catch and chase, is it safe? He loves to say that, like, Where the hell's he from? Where the hell's he from? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, well, he's from Cork, but he's lived in Canada for a long time, so his accent's kind of... Uh, it's kind of mellow Cork accent, kind of Canadian Cork. Everyone says, you have such a shit Irish accent. I have a good my dad accent. It's spot on. <laughs> and I looked at, is it Canatara Park? That was the main yeah. thing to see on TripAdvisor. But someone gave it one star because of the goose feces. Is this true? Ah, so I'm more afraid of geese as the collective than their feces because... Sure, there'll be goose feces everywhere, but uh, Canadian geese will kick the living piss out of you. Like, they're very violent, and uh, they roam free in Canatera Park. And my sister's been attacked by baby goats, uh, geese, swans, more than a few times when we were young. Oh, so it's like a real problem then? No, we just live with it. (laughs) Oh, okay. So tell us... You know... (laughs) 
Look, forgive me one star because of a goose feces. I mean, I just thought, how, how bad is the shit? You know what I mean? It's pretty much everywhere. But, like, what do you want? Like, the geese roam free, and it's very difficult probably to collect goose feces because it's only small. And this person must have been traveling from a very charmed place, come to visit Sarnia, and I, that was day one of their trip. They're going to have more rude awakenings to come. <laughs> what about the what about the human feces down the road in Kennetara Park? <laughs> So where did you go on holiday when you were young as a child? Where did you go? We exclusively went to Cork in Ireland because my dad had only just moved to Canada before I was born. And he missed his family. And he grew up with uh, two brothers and sisters in a teeny cottage in uh, Mayfield, Cork. And it, it was very expensive. I mean, my parents were, you know, working full time, saving all year just to go to Ireland. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Disneyland or some of the fun places children go. We'd just sit at my Nana's house and, uh, you know, we'd get taken to parks that were just fields. And my dad would go to the Ashburton with his friends and, like, get pissed. And uh, it wasn't the best. But but it was a flight. It was very exciting. Not a lot of my uh, peers in that town got on a plane ever or traveled internationally or even had passports. So I felt very cosmopolitan. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a quick confirmation that the flight 2741 is actually going to Canada. It's not going to Cork in Ireland. If you've made the mistake and you're on the wrong plane, can you please grab a parachute and jump out in the next uh, 10 minutes? If you hear a splash, you've gone too far. Thank you. Where do you go with your husband for sexy time? Because it's a travel podcast. Where do you go and you instantly feel horny when you arrive? Is it like, <laughs> what do you reckon? Paris, Rome? What, what gets you horny? The spare room, 10 a.m. when the children are asleep. Um, do you know, Alan, I never traveled for holiday before I met my husband because I had no one to impress. Yes, I had suitors, but if anything, I was trying to deter them. And I was very busy traveling for work. So um, when my husband, Bobby, who's my high school boyfriend, when we reunited in Canada, I had to woo him a bit. So we went to Paris. That was incredible. But then we took a trip that I said I would never take. We went all the way to the Maldives. And that was exquisite. And I've never regretted taking that time. It was hot and sexy. Oh, wow. Amazing. Oh, my God. What's been the biggest disappointment travel-wise that you've been to? Oh, Is there anywhere well, that... I mean, we're not, we're not here to name and shame. I mean, I always use this as an example. Amanda Holden went to Cyprus. The first time she went, it was a mini tornado. She came back and went, I'm going to give it another chance. She went out there again and broke her leg on a jet ski. So we're not slagging off Cyprus. It's just, have you ever been anywhere where it's all been a bit... Mm. I, I would say I did not like Brazil. Why? And I feel sad. Well, I had just been uh, broken up with via text, yeah, by an American comedian that I was dating. But he really, he had the right idea. We're better off friends. We're good friends now. But at the time, I was bereft. And I was booked to do the Paralympics in Rio for Channel 4. And I was really excited to do that. But I was sad at the same time. So when you go to the Paralympics, you stay in Olympic Village. You don't really get to navigate around Brazil. And they promise you, you know, that the crime has been swept up for the duration of the Olympics. And then it'll be back on as soon as the Olympics is done. <laughs> but, but ultimately, I felt like I was sequestered in this flat. And then I tried to have a laugh. 
I took the piss out of dressage because I figure, why would you teach a horse to dance? It's sort of like, why would you do a toddler beauty pageant? Like, no one wants to see these things acting sexy. And then I got in trouble because apparently you're not allowed to make fun of anything at the Paralympics because it's meant to be all celebratory, because people are disabled. But, like, I treat disabled friends the same way I treat my non-disabled friends. Like, I want to make fun of any dressage. But that was frowned upon. So it was just like, I missed my boyfriend. I was away from home. I was getting in trouble. I didn't like Brazil. With dressage, because people assume they're just gay horses, don't they? Well, what's worse is uh, you could tell some of them were not gay. And they weren't enjoying it as much as the others. How? I just thought, (laughs) why, why, why teach a horse to walk around sexy? It just didn't make any sense to me. I found it very inappropriate. How crazy do you get on holiday? Do you ever skinny dip? Do you ever get off with a lifeguard? Have you ever... Tell me everything. I've not had any sexy trips at all. When I was um, 19 or 20 years old, I was chosen to represent Hooters, the chicken wings and beer sports bar in my town. And I got to go to St. Petersburg, Florida, where the first Hooters was ever conceived in 1983, same year as me. And I got to participate in the calendar shoot. But I'm very, very pale, and I don't really have a bikini body. You know, I was riding on personality, but back then I had my original breasts. Yeah. Um, you always had a bum. Didn't... You always had a bum. You said in the audacity, you always had a bum. And then you always, yeah. you had a gap in your teeth as well, didn't you? And then you wore that jacket with the gap at the back. And it was like, <laughs> you were like, hit to the bullies, here's a stick, beat me with it. That's exactly what happened. And my mum wouldn't buy me another jacket. She's like, you made your choice for the fall. <laughs> I was like, Wah. but it was... It was formative, but this informed a lot of why I wanted to become sexy and learn to be like a Hooters girl. But that was kind of a fun trip. I mean, I did dangerous things with my girlfriends on that trip. I got on the back of random motorbikes and ran around. This one time, uh, again, with Hooters, not to blame Hooters, I did get off with a taxi driver because I didn't have $7 to pay for the journey. And everyone's like, Catherine, that's really bad. You were abused. I'm like, no, I wasn't. It was my idea. <laughs> And he was like this old taxi man. And no one believed me. I told the story. No one believed me. They call it the turban legend. (laughs) But it was true. (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Our cabin crew will shortly be going around the cabin with our charity envelopes. Please feel free to put any unused European currency into the envelope provided. We also accept cards. If you don't have cards or cash, then simply give our cabin crew a blowy or a quick hand job. Thank you so much for supporting Alan Air. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. This episode is brought to you by Fiat. A remix just hits different. The 2024 Fiat 500e is no exception. Cruise city streets in style with an all-electric ride that's fully equipped with an available premium JBL audio system. Explore the all-new 2024 Fiat 500e at fiat.com. Fiat is a registered trademark of FCA Group Marketing SPA. Used under license by FCA US LLC. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. We've got to talk about backstage with Catherine Ryan. Now, I've been asked to do this show <gasps> on Prime Video. And now I've seen it because you said they sent me the link as you do, but I've seen three of them because I watched <laughs> one and then I got hooked. I binge watched them because it, it shouldn't work, but it really does. It's that inner sanctum, isn't it, of comedians. You've got some great names on there. Rob Beckett, Tom Allen, Nish, Sue Perkins, Rosie Jones, you name it. It's a who's who of comedy. And watching them backstage, and I could just so relate to it. I mean, you know, we've all gigged with Tom Allen and the pacing he does, and then there's that slight yeah. wince in some of the comedians' face when the person who's on before you is doing well. Now, we all want our fellow comedians to do well, but you don't want them to do too well, do you? Because you've got to follow them. Well, I don't mind following too well because I feel like a comedy show is the sum of its parts and I just want it to be a great show. And, like, have you ever... Do you take support on tour or do you do it yourself? I take support, yes, yes. Ah, I took support and then I stopped because my show, I just thought I could do it myself and I'm very greedy and I wanted to keep all the cash. And then I noticed, oh, do you know it's better if an audience are nice and warm and you have someone to go up first and then you come on and they like you more because they're already laughing and they've had a drink at the interval. So I don't mind following someone incredible. I don't mind it at all. And um I want, yeah, I, but, I, I but, don't know. But, but that's happened with me. With I've had support, and then you know you're sitting in the dressing room, and they are getting like round of applause after round of applause, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa! You need to take some of those punchlines out because you're making <laughs> me look shit. So you're well, obviously no a bit one, kinder than me. <laughs> no one's better than you. But this is, I think, what people find fascinating about backstage with Catherine Ryan is. That I think people would be shocked to hear that you feel that way, that you don't realize what an effect you have on people when you come out. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the comedians showed like a lot of vulnerability and nerves. Yeah. And I think that's a, something that's really adorable about comics. I don't have it, but they do. Because they, they, <laughs> they asked me to do it. And like I said, I said, you're just going to see a really awful side of me because I just clam up. I just sit there looking, I feel sick, I get awful wind, I'm farting, I just I just want to chunder. I mean, it's like, yeah. I don't know, do you reckon I should do it? Absolutely, because especially now with the podcast doing so brilliantly, people get to see a really authentic, lower uh, joke hit rate side of you. You know, it's like you being you, and people love that. And of course, I think the podcast culture has paved way for shows like this comedians aren't expected to always be yeah. on 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 and they want yeah. to see the vulnerable side so would you do it now if we got a second series oh my god yes of course i'd do it and you know what i'm matched there i'm in the middle of a tour you see yeah. 
And you do, you do America as well. I'm doing America later, well, in the beginning of next year. What advice? Should I change any of my stuff? Because I have a lot of brand names and I'm like, oh, what's American for Silit Bang? <laughs> well, so I do feel like the people who come to see you will be Anglophiles yeah. for, you know, for a start. And I kept everything the same this time, though I think I changed one reference. I slag off Ramesh at one point, changed that to Pete Davidson. Um, but then, you know, interchangeable. But then um, I had one line about my husband not being a Tory, but he would like to boot fuck one of those Extinction Rebellion kids off the motorway. And that was too many references all in one. They were like, motorway, Extinction Rebellion, Tory. Like they had a lot of work to do in one joke. But I mean, keep. do you ever find American comedians come over here though and they start saying, yesterday I was in the lift and you're like, fuck off, say elevator, I know you don't know lift. Yeah, 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 and all that fanny pack. I know what a fanny pack is, it's a bum bag. Right, don't Hello. patronize me. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said in The Audacity as well that, you know, people do assume that you're a bit of a bitch, which is not fair because you're absolutely so sweet. And do you remember that time on the train up to 8 out of 10 cats where yeah. we had a lovely day wine? That journey just flew by. Alcohol does that, doesn't it? And before you know it, I was being sick in a bin at Manchester Piccadilly Station. And But we still performed all right, didn't we, on the show? I didn't realise you were sick. That was so much fun. And day drinking is my best drinking. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a quick reminder to let you know that this is an all-drinking flight. Yes, this is an all-drinking flight. Day drinking is actually actively encouraged. So please grab a bottle and get pissed. Thank you so much. If you are a non-drinker, then please can you get off the flight as soon as possible. Thank you. This is a fully pissed up flight. Thank you. Do you complain in real life? I mean, do you, you know, you go to your hotel room, there's a skiddy on the hotel towel, smells of fags. Mm. Do you complain or do you wind up Bobby and get him to complain? Bobby, my husband and I are good cop, bad cop. I'm the bad cop. So even if he wants to complain about something, I don't mind taking the bullet. He'll be like, you know, my wife, my <laughs> wife won't tolerate this and my wife won't tolerate that. If I were paying for a hotel room that I found to be unsuitable, I would go very Karen, uh, hoity-toity, middle-class white woman about it. And I would change the hotel room, but I wouldn't be a bitch about it. You know, I'd go, hey, Jack on reception, I know this isn't your fault, but I think you'll find I'm on television and I won't stay in this room, so we're going to have to change it. Have you ever been really mean and gone on TripAdvisor and just <laughs> slagged it off, or are you better than that? I mean, it's funny now with uh, social media, isn't it, that sometimes you do want to tag a business that's done you wrong, but other people are very, uh, I think they're misinformed because there's a difference between attacking a family business and trying to cancel them, which I would never do. I'm actually quite anti-cancel culture, but I believe in everyone's right to say, yeah. hey, this business did that. Recently, I'm dealing with the problem that it's Violet's, my daughter is 13 on Saturday, and she wanted to have a big birthday party. And I put genuinely a wedding budget toward this girl's birthday party every year. Why? Because when someone's dusty son comes along and offers to take her on some bullshit holiday to Florida <laughs> in a two-star hotel, I want her to be 
deeply unimpressed by that and come home. So um, I wine and dine this girl. But all these venues would not have her party. They said, we don't do teenager parties. Oh, she's 13. Yes, we're available. Oh, she's 13. No, we're not because they trash everything. And I was like, well, surely you're creating an environment where teenagers can't even exist in their own communities. And all these places said no to me and said no to me and said no. Finally, I found a venue. I have pimped this place up. You wait till Saturday. I will be posting a pretty woman, big mistake, huge montage. (laughs) And I will be tagging every business that said no to my daughter's party. And that will be my revenge. And I don't want to cancel these businesses. I just want to see what they missed out on. You're such a feral mom, aren't you? I love it. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever lost your luggage? Have you ever forgotten your passport? Are you quite organized? Do you know what happened? At the end of May, we were in Ireland and then Edinburgh, and it was a few days of travel. Like I said, I used to have support. I had the wonderful comedian Stephen Bailey supporting my tour. But then in Ireland, uh, he didn't come because I decided to do support alone. I miss Stephen. I love Stephen. But he was on our original reservation, though he didn't check in. They, and by they, who do I mean? At Ryanair, my family airline. (laughs) They checked the luggage in under Stephen Bailey, who was not even traveling with us, who never even checked in. And so our luggage never arrived because Stephen obviously didn't board the flight. So they checked the luggage in under him and uh, we didn't get our luggage. And we got it several days later. They sent it never to Edinburgh. They sent it to Dublin and then to Stansted. It was wild and quite a security thing, I feel. Yes. Like, why are you checking luggage? You know, listen. No, that's not good, is it? I understand that Alan Air is one of the few remaining uh, travel enterprises that's doing really well, but a lot of other airlines, I don't blame the staff. No. Because they no. are suffering and they have to, had to cut back, but like. Yeah, yeah. That was a problem. Mm-hmm. We take any luggage, we just bring any luggage. We don't even check it through security. We just pop Good. it because we trust our passengers. Uh, <laughs> we love our passengers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Okay, like, let's fast forward 100 years old. You're sitting there. 
you're on a rocking chair, you've got your blanket over your knee, where do you want to be? What view do you want to be looking out at anywhere in the world? I think right now it really depends on where is left. <laughs> I would because... say the world's got smaller, hasn't it? You can't go. I wanted to go to Russia for ages. I'm not fucking mm. going there now. No. And then everywhere's just turning into like fucking arsehole land. Everyone's an arsehole. They really are. And um, as progressive as we are, a lot of places are tightening up and becoming like more strict and weird and uh, illegal to exist. I feel like in the forthcoming, I have heard that New Zealand will be very safe, though I've never been. And I think it would be in my family's interest if at some point I went back to Canada. The reason I would never do that in my working years is that there unfortunately isn't really an industry for stand-up to, to be as you know busy as we are here in the yeah, UK yeah. and perhaps in America and elsewhere. But yeah, like somewhere in the beautiful lakes of Canada, quiet, out of, uh, out of the way. I will have pissed off a lot of people by the time I'm 100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As we start our descent into the Maldives, can you make sure your trade tables are up and your window blinds are down? Thank you so much. Cabin crew to manual, cross-check to manual. Let's land this motherfucker. We're about to start our descent. So I've just got a quick fire quiz, all right? Yes. Mojito or mint tea? Mojito. Thong or sarong? Ooh, sarong now, sadly. See, I got oh. excited about thong, but no, I'm sarong. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Bathroom steal or buy for real? Will you pop things in the in your suitcase? I do you steal from the wouldn't. hotel, Catherine Ryan? I don't have a problem with theft, per se, <laughs> especially from, like, corporate theft. But yeah. I usually just don't like clutter, so I don't want little things, no. Oh, okay. All right. Nudist or not on your Nelly? Mm, I could be a nudist, sure. Have you been a nudist? I have not. I've skinny dipped before in some Canadian lakes, but I mean, that was in the before times. I mean, now if I did it, people would call it brave. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, fuck them or tip them. If you get good service, will you tip them or... Or we just go, fuck them, I'll never see them again. <gasps> uh, former Miss Hooters Toronto, Alan, I tip approximately 40% on every bill, even if it's terrible service. See, it's a t it's bad because I'm a bit British, but also very Canadian. Yeah. So the British part of me is mortified to not tip, yeah. even if service is bad, but the Canadian bit has to tip loads. Ah, oh, and that's from Hooters, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Oh, Hooters has taught you well. It's made you the Can lady I you are today. It has. It was probably one of the funnest times of my life. I was making cash, tax-free, 19 years old, running around. Special memories. <laughs> I love that bit about Carrot, isn't it? And what was, you never knew what her real name was, but she just mumbled when they gave out the name badges. So funny. I learned a lot about confidence. Yeah, there was a girl called Karen. And the day of the name badges, she, she said, Karen, and they put carrot on her name tag, and she just didn't have the confidence to correct them, so she was carrot for, like, three years. Catherine, it has been an absolute joy. Thank you so much for flying with me. Have you enjoyed your journey? This is the best flight that I have ever had. Short, sweet, and a real laugh. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Alan. 
thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you, Catherine. That was brilliant. If you love her as much as I do, check out her brand new show, Backstage with Catherine Ryan on Prime Video. And buy your tickets to her live show, Misses, around the UK from September to November. And remember, guys, lives of beach.